0: Hi, I'm John Elsasser, Executive Director of IMPEA, and welcome to Episode 6 of the State House Express. Since our last podcast, the House and Senate completed second and third readings of any bills that were still active. And just for a little legislative trivia, bills that didn't pass out of the second chamber are now dead. There still is the possibility of inserting language from bills that passed out of one chamber into another bill, as long as it's germane. There's quite a bit of strategizing and horse trading going on at this juncture of the session. As I shared last time, bills amended in the second chamber must go back to the chamber where the bill originated for concurrence or dissent. If they concur, the bill goes to the governor for his signature. If they dissent, it goes to a conference committee in an attempt to reconcile differences. Last week, the contentious House Bill 1041 that deals with sports participation and gender identity passed out of the Senate by a vote of 32 to 18. Since this bill was not amended in the Senate, it now heads to the governor's desk. HB 1041 does not allow transgender females to participate in K-12 female sports. HB 1093, a various education matters bill passed out of the Senate 50 to 0. This bill had a multitude of things included, one of which was requiring schools to receive a null or no letter grade for the 21-22 school year. Not addressed in this legislation, but a related issue is when schools don't receive a grade, it eliminates access to the F school track from the Choice Scholarship Program for the year of that null grade. HB 1251, another various education matters bill passed out of the Senate 34 to 14. Because the House dissented, it now goes to a conference committee. One aspect of this bill requires the IDOE to petition the U.S. Department of Education for flexibility on our state assessment. There's discussion of piloting uh, the state test only occurring in certain grades. Senate Bill 82, which passed out of the House 89 to 5, deals with students completing the FAFSA. The bill was amended pretty significantly in the House, removing the requirement that all seniors had to complete a FAFSA to ensuring that families are getting information about the FAFSA. The amendment also changed how the bill applied to non-public schools. In the current language, it makes it a May provision for non-public schools. I found out last week that the Senate has concurred on those House changes, so the May provision for non-Pubs becomes law upon the signature of the governor. Senate Bill 115 deals with employee misconduct, and it basically says that schools cannot hire nor employ individuals convicted of a number of specified crimes. The bill already has gone through conference committee. We assume it will be heading to the governor's desk soon. Senate Bill 123 deals with dyslexia screening. In the Senate Education Committee, non-public schools were amended out of that bill. This bill was already heard in conference committee where the amendments added in the House were removed because they were not deemed germane. If the conference committee comperees sign off on the bill, it will go to the governor for his signature. The biggie, the one that we've been working very hard on in this session, is Senate Bill 331, what we call the ESA fix-up bill. And it passed out of the House last week 75 to 22 The version of the bill that passed out of the House included the fixes important to non-public schools that were previously stripped out in Senate Appropriations. As of last week, the Senate dissented on the House version. A conference committee met on Monday at 10.30 a.m. The conference committee report stripped out the fixes back to the Senate Appropriations version, except that it did remove the surety bond requirement. So, both the direct transfer of APC funds and the direct transfer of tuition and fees were removed. IMPEA attempted to engage our membership to ensure the rollout of this new program would work for non-public schools. Now, unless there are administrative remedies put into place, there will be simply more obstacles to non-public school participation as this new choice program is rolled out for the 22-23 school year. This week will be the last week for the 2022 general session. We assume sine die will happen maybe sometime even tomorrow on Tuesday and probably Wednesday at the latest, and it can't come soon enough. We don't anticipate many curveballs coming this week, except for what already happened with Senate Bill 331, but stay tuned just in case over the next few weeks as we digest the legislation passed this session IMPA will be providing a full summary of the session as well as meeting with principals groups over the summer months with that said we hope to see you back here next week for the final episode the wrap up of the 2022 session and the 2022 edition of the State House Express thanks and have a great week